Hey there, and welcome to Crushing with Abio. I'm your host, Abio Sullivan. This podcast is inspired by over 10 years in the beauty industry and the story shared between a beauty professional and her clients. The type of girl talk that only happens behind closed doors or in the chair. Along with hilarious stories based on real life and the dating world, I'll be dishing out all of the secrets on self-care, health, and fitness. As a longtime lash extension artist turned health and fitness coach, I'm passionate about helping you view healthcare as self-care through nutrition, lifestyle, mindset, movement, stress management, and more. So grab a drink and a snack and come join me for a laugh. Welcome back to another episode of Crushing with Abio. Let's talk about stress. Let's talk about stress, baby. Let's talk about you and me. All right. So probably just aged myself there, but that's a classic. And if you know, you know. Stress can get a really bad rap sometimes, and we tend to think a lot of it is out of our control, but really we are in more control than we think. So let's get to know stress a little bit more, how we can be more aware of the causes, and how to mitigate it so we can protect ourselves and our energy better. Stress, aka cortisol, is what I like to refer to as our readiness hormone. I actually got that from one of my coaches and mentors, Mike Milner, and I love that description because that's what stress is. It is there when we need to intensely focus or when an intense situation happens like a car crash or a near miss or when we see terrible news. You experience that that rise in stress and anxiety in your body. Cortisol is necessary as it helps many areas of our bodies and is normal in our everyday functioning. But too high of an amount being released for too long can become unhealthy for our bodies. As you know or can imagine, especially in the last year, people are under a lot more stress. We are constantly getting hit with news, with work, with outside sources of stress, things that get us riled up. And again, stress is not all bad. It helps us in the moments, but then it should level out. Who feels who feels like their stress levels out enough so let's talk about chronic stress and what it can do to you and then we will talk about ways to get a hold on it and and manage stress so chronic stress can lead to insomnia anxiety depression headaches irritability weight gain skin conditions fatigue, high blood pressure. For some, it can lead to more of a stress eating. And for others, it can cause appetite loss and under eating. It can also lead to digestive upset, muscle tension, low sex drive, and greatly affects your immune system. In the fight or flight moments, cortisol limits the function of your digestive system It limits functions that are not needed in that survival moment. So imagine if it doesn't level out. Imagine that something causes stress every single day. But maybe you don't need to imagine. Maybe you're living this. And any of these, anxiety, depression, weight gain, skin conditions, 
poor digestion, fatigue, insomnia, or trouble sleeping can perpetrate the cycle of stress. And chronic stress can lead to inflammation. They're like buddies. They really are quite a pair. Chronic stress and inflammation lead to many issues, including autoimmune diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis and IBD, which is inflammatory bowel disease, osteoporosis, fibromyalgia, low back pain, sciatic, and much more. Cortisol dysregulation can also screw with your normal sleep cycle. You normally want an uptick in cortisol upon waking, and when this doesn't happen, you'll feel tired and sluggish in the morning uh, with more pains. And you may experience the tired and wired at night as well. Like you suddenly get a second wind and you just can't sleep. Stress comes not only from outside sources, but from the choices you make as well. When learning to manage your stress, please remember that you are in control of more than you might think. Movement, nutrition, hydration, sleep, unless maybe you have small kiddos and babies that like to interrupt your sleep and boundaries. And when I say manage your stress, I don't mean I don't mean just draw a bath and put on a face mask, though this is totally an acceptable way to relieve stress. I mean on the most basic levels, you can manage your stress every single day. Number 1 with movement. Intentional movement such as walking, yoga, weightlifting. When you are under a lot of stress, you're not seeing your weight budge, if you suspect you may have any type of hormonal imbalance or even uh, gut health-related issues, the last thing that I want you doing is lots of HIT, high-intensity interval training, or intense exercise. Regulating stress does not mean jack it up with crazy intense sessions. Even too intense of weightlifting can cause more unnecessary inflammation and stress on an already stressed out system. Generally, this is good. Inflammation signals the body to heal. But again, if you are chronically stressed out, if there is chronic inflammation in your body, it's like food being in the oven too long. It gets burnt. Or you can just visualize your body is like a house on fire. So speaking of food, not burnt food, because we don't really actually want that. You can use food to your advantage or disadvantage. Eating more whole or minimally processed foods will provide your body with energy, important vitamins and minerals that you need, and antioxidants to help mitigate the effects of stress in your body and your skin. When you internally nourish your body, you can level out your moods, you can improve your gut health and digestion, which by the way, is 80% of your immune system. You can cut cravings, feel more energetic, and calm the stress response. Feeding yourself overly processed foods and fast foods can actually make you feel worse because number one, first, the quality is less, but because of the actual ingredients that are in a lot of these foods to make them hyper palatable, which means extra tasty. Basically, they affect the chemicals in your brain, making you literally feel more emotional. It is a tricky slope because all foods serve a purpose. You just really have to become aware of what you are choosing and if it makes you feel worse beyond that moment or not. 
Like, does it make you feel more sad, upset your stomach? Does it make you feel bloated or worse the next day? Does it make you feel tired? Does it align with the goals that you even have in your health journey? These are all questions to ask yourself. It just takes becoming a little bit more aware of what we are putting in our bodies. Next is hydration. Simple enough, right? Just drink more water. People, please just drink more water. I love you. Drink more water. It literally helps every single function of your body and your brain and you from the inside out. It regulates your body temperature. It helps with clarity and focus. It can calm cravings or hunger because you might actually be thirsty and not hungry. Sleep. Lack of sleep is a big stressor. Because when you sleep, your body is busy, busy, busy repairing and rebuilding. Your brain is busy cleaning out what you don't need and sorting itself out. And this is the ultimate way to prepare yourself for the next day. And I understand if you have babies or young kiddos, this can be a tricky issue for you. So just hang in there. But for the rest of us that are staying up late because we can, because one more episode, because work, because, 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 and then you're complaining that you're fucking tired. Well, one piece of advice, take your ass to bed, set a bedtime, stick to it, cut off the TV and the phone, scroll in bed, turn down the temperature of the room, create a dark space have white noise if you need it or earplugs if you need them and get some fucking sleep. Also, if you want to hear more about sleep, please refer to episode five uh, with Nick Reel talking all about sleep and its importance. It's a great episode. The most important part of all of this is consistency. You need to do these things consistently every day. This is just part of our, our basic care for ourselves as humans. So you do have to do this every day. And for some of you, this will mean setting boundaries, setting boundaries to take care of yourself, which can look like scheduling, setting boundaries in your schedule for lunch, to get a walk, to move about for five to 10 minutes, cutting off work at a set time in the evening, or making sure that you have time in the morning for what you need to do so that you can get a bit of calm before the chaos. I mean, if Joe can go use the bathroom for 10 to 15 minutes. You can probably take a quick break to walk about, to stretch. (laughs) I'm telling you. (laughs) Next, we're going to talk about saying no to friends, to family, extra events that you know that you don't have the time or energy for. Saying no to alcohol, to crappy grocery store cake. (laughs) I have a whole rant about that. I just, it's just not worth it. (laughs) At least go for the good cake. If you're doing for everyone else but you, how will you take care of yourself? And then setting boundaries with social media, the news, TV. You have the choice here to not let these outside sources fuck with you so much. You have to make the conscious effort I cannot tell you how beneficial it is to to limit these things. Um, I actually like to take one day out of the weekend to really limit my social media time. I try to plan everything ahead so that I don't need to be on there. I try to um, schedule other fun things for myself or just 
even if I'm going to binge on some Netflix, I delete the apps off of my phone or put them in like the bigger menu of my phone so that I don't have the easy tap access. And it's just, it's so relieving to be away for one day. And really, I mean, how many times do you catch yourself in a scroll that's just, it's just mindless, like you're just scrolling. So now I want you to ask yourself, what could you do? What can I do? What can I take away or take myself out of to help ease stress in my life? What could I add in to help ease stress in my life? Could I add in an extra hour of sleep? And could I take away 30 minutes of TV or an hour of TV? Could I say no to that event when I don't really feel like going to preserve my own energy and be able to relax at home and decrease stress? So let's chat about some other ways that you can manage stress. And I'm just going to list off a bunch of things here. And I would love to know if you have anything else that you would like to add to this. You can always shoot me an email at hello at crushingpodcast.com. Or you can find me on Instagram and DM me. Like, tell me what you, let me know what you think of this list. And if you would like to add anything to it. So food prep. And this doesn't have to be drawn out, but it's like having groceries and pre-cooking or pre-chopping. It just makes the week week of meal preparations so much easier. Uh, Yeah, like I'm super big on steamer veggies. I like frozen fruits whenever when I make smoothies or even my protein oats. I like buying pre-chopped veggies sometimes or even salad packs like I know that that seems wasteful or expensive but sometimes you're buying your time back and that can be really important and if that's going to help you get it done that's going to help you reach the goal or hit the target or just have a damn lunch that then that's that's all that it it served its purpose I also like looking for um if it's pre-cooked pre-shredded meat I just like to look for the things that are the most natural as possible, like without a ton of extra ingredients and preservatives and weird stuff in them. So just look for an ingredient list that doesn't look like a Walgreens receipt. (laughs) The next way, cutting out shitty people, people who are a drain on you. You just might have to draw the line. Can't constantly have people sucking the life out of you. It doesn't help your stress levels. You know this. There's everyone's got somebody or something. Like maybe it's your job. Maybe you need to think about that. I don't know. Curbing caffeine. Caffeine can lead to more anxiety in some people. Recognize that and cut back. Don't just feed the monster. Like don't complain about how anxious you are while you're chugging another bang or chugging another like freaking venti latte or something with also a shit ton of sugar in it. It's not helping your gut. It's not helping your brain. It's not helping your energy or your stress levels. Promise. Walking. Engage the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest nervous system. It helps move out stagnant energy. It gives you fresh air. It can bring a new perspective and clarity. 
I don't know about you, but I get so many ideas. Like I get such good thinking done when I'm on a walk and just being present and seeing the nature and hearing the sounds and smelling the air and feeling the wind on my face. I love it. Breathing, box breathing and three-part breath practices are my personal favorites. Uh, They are quick, they are easy to grasp, and it's incredibly grounding because it takes you out of the moment and back into your body and into the present. It's just a tuning in so that you can kind of tune up. You can look for box breathing and the three-part breath on YouTube. There's a great video. I'll actually link it for box breathing. I'll link it in the show notes because it actually has also a visual that shows you as you're going through it. So not only do you get that visual distraction, but then you're also concentrating on the breathing and getting that that physical uh, distraction as well, and then calming down your nervous system. This is something that you can do in the morning. It's something that you can do when you're feeling a little bit anxious throughout your day or stressed out. Uh, something that you can do before bed. Super quick, super easy. Singing, dancing, crafting, creating, journaling are all great ways to relieve stress. I love to sing. I catch myself doing that just in general, but definitely when I when I need to calm myself down. I actually listen to Chris Stapleton in traffic. Somehow it just keeps me so calm. He keeps me so calm. I love him so much. Um, I like to dance. You could just, you know, shake yourself about and just shake some of that energy out. Some people like to craft and create painting, drawing, um, or journaling and writing everything out and just getting it out of your system. You could also see or talk to a therapist or a counselor or like a life coach, or even like your health coach, if you're having some health issues and you want to talk it out. And there's so many ways to get help these days uh, via online platforms, or by looking up local people in your area, asking your trusted friends for referrals. It's, it's so commonplace now. And I, I hope that people are talking about it more because it's so beneficial to have someone that you can talk to about what's going on in your life and get some tools and some feedback that you can take with you to help you move uh, through that and process it. Massage. Ugh, massages are heavenly. What a way to calm down, relax your very tense muscles And even if it's just self-massage, even if it's just applying some pressure along the forearms or giving yourself like a little hand massage. Uh, I know as someone who's been in the beauty industry a long time doing lash extensions, like I'm constantly massaging my own hands, rubbing my own shoulders, uh, sometimes a little scalp massage or facial massage. There's some really cool videos on YouTube for facial massage, and you could also learn some scalp massage. Stretching and breathing. So stretching and and using your breath along with that. I love a good stretch sesh. I usually uh, throw in some mobility along the way because that is meditative to me. It's, It's really just getting back into your body and tuning in, just taking a moment, just taking a break. Meditation. I know a lot of people love meditation. I love a quick guided meditation. I really have a hard time sitting still and just being quiet. And there's a lot of noise in my area. There's highway noise. There's 
I can hear the wind really well. If anyone's out in their cars, like my cat's running around. (laughs) So I like a quick guided meditation. Um, I love Insight Timer. You guys, Insight Timer is amazing. There's so many free, good uh, meditations on there. So much to choose from. Headspace is another amazing app. I love that guy's voice. (laughs) You can also find some things on YouTube. And then there's also the Calm app um, that I've used before as well. So you could, with I know with Insight Timer, personally, because I use it, you can actually choose the amount of time that you want to sit and meditate, um, or you can search for meditations in that time frame. So you could just do like five or 10 minutes and then be on your day. Just another, like just taking a break and disconnecting, petting an animal. You know, that's maybe a little bit underrated, but my cat is the sweetest cat. And I'm not just saying that because I'm her mom, but she is the fucking sweetest cat. I, I've i had a sweet female cat before, but I don't know. Eva doesn't scratch up my couch, so she doesn't cause me any stress there. <laughs> and she's just so sweet and cuddly, and she purrs her little face off whenever I pet her. Um, and I know a lot of people love dogs for that reason, too. Like, they're they're there for you, and they're happy to see you. So being able to pet an animal. And if you don't have them for yourself, uh, maybe going and volunteering at an animal shelter where you can really give back to them and you can be there for them. Socializing. If you are all work and no play, I mean, hey, I'm definitely that way sometimes. A lunch or dinner date with your friends can go a long way. I know for for me, I I am a, a homebody. I'm an introvert. I don't act like I need a lot of outside stimulation to get me by, but I recognize the need for it. And I recognize when it's really time for me to actually get out beyond talking to clients or uh, colleagues (laughs) or just the people at the grocery store. So, (laughs) you know, making sure that you give yourself that outlet and that you're making dates with your friends and actively keeping up just to, uh, have uh, have that outlet, have that time to relax and just be yourself. And then getting into nature, stepping barefoot in the grass. It's called grounding or earthing. You can look it up. Walk, hike, visit uh, botanical gardens or go hike around a lake. Lots of towns have, you know, like little lakes to to walk around or hiking trails and just getting out and observing nature and being one and and being out there, I know for me it is incredibly, it really does fill me back up. And if, of course, you live by the beach or if you're in the desert or you're in the mountains, you have a lot of different terrain to choose from. And obviously being by the beach is... I personally like that's kind of a dream, right? Because you have the ocean sounds, it's very lovely, very relaxing. So getting out into nature, recognize the early signs of burnout and go back to the basics. When you start to feel overwhelmed, notice where is it coming from? Get curious. Why do I feel overwhelmed? Is it because of something that someone else said? Is it is it triggering something in me? Is it something that I saw on social media? Is it something that I watched on TV? Is there something 
in my relationship that's stressing me out, in a friendship or in a job? And what can you do about it? Is there something that you can do about it? Can you respond differently? Can you ignore? Can you put things on mute or unfollow? Can you take it off of your plate? Can you delegate something to someone else? Or can you choose differently? One thing to remember is that we all do respond and deal with stress differently. So what works for one person may not work for you. And you just have to try different things like some of the things that I suggested and find what really works for you. But I would strongly encourage you to actually try them. Try them out for a little while and make sure that it's not actually something for you. And I also love neurotyping for finding out how well and how better you can manage stress and your energy. It's such a cool tool and it's a quiz that you can take to find out more insight on yourself. So if you would like to find out what your neurotype is, what your personality type is, then you can click the link in the episode description and I have a quiz that you can take. You'll find out what your neurotype is. Then if you want to set up a call to talk about that and how it can apply to how you deal with your life, your relationships, your nutrition, and your training, then let's do that. I absolutely love chatting with people about it. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Please let me know what stress relief options that you end up trying and what has worked well for you, because I would love to hear from you about this. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Crushing with Avio podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, go ahead and subscribe or follow. And please leave a five-star review while you're there. Share this podcast with any of your girl or guy friends that you know could use an extra laugh once a week. You can also find me on Instagram at abbyo.fit. That's A-B-B-Y-O dot fit. Talk soon.